Check out Smodco in Colorado. Join Kev and Jason Muse for Jay and Silent Bob Get Old at Pueblo Memorial Hall, December 8th in Pueblo, Colorado. Babylon with Kev and Ralph in Boulder, Colorado on December 9th. Comedy Works has a sold-out Jay and Silent Bob Get Old show December 10th in Denver. An evening with Kevin Smith in Denver on December 10th. December 11th in Denver at Comedy Works. Tickets are still available for Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Kevin goes solo in Denver on December 11th. Greenwood Village, Comedy Works South, December 12th. Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. An evening with Matt Kevin Smith, December 12th in Greenwood Village. Comedy Works South has Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, December 13th. Kevin goes solo at Greenwood Village, December 13th. Telluride welcomes Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, December 14th. Jay and Bob stop by Community Concert Hall in Durango, Colorado on December 16th. Bookmark csmod.com and we'll see you in your town soon. Hit me! Episode 263. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status mega nerd status netheads 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 you guys rock and now here's will and trent No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. That's right. Somebody's always got to play the bad guy, folks. And in this case, radio is. Why? Because podcasts have got to have someone not to like. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. If you want to take part in the program, you can one of many ways. One of them is a little thing called Twitter. Uh, if you're watching the video, I could just say it's it's right here. Uh, but Trent, why don't you tell them how they do that? Yeah, yeah. If you're if you if you're if you can hear my voice, use the hashtag NetHeads. Not unlike our good friend Roller Dog NC uh, over there on the East Coast. The I guess they call it the right coast. If if the West Coast is the left coast. Well, I don't know that anyway. I've heard. I don't know. I've heard everyone anyone call it the right coast. That really sounds kind of judgmental. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Everyone always says oh, the left coast when they're referring to to the you know the Pacific coast of the United States. I don't know. And maybe we should start use. We should start taking it back. Use the hashtag NetHeads. Uh, jump in and uh, chat with us. Uh, and you could even do it during the week. Not unlike Ash Williams and our good friend Venator. 2000. Oh, wow. The Venator 2000 chiming in, huh? Have we ever yeah, heard from him yeah. in a while? Have we? Uh, uh, I'm, 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 he, yeah, he chimes in every once in a while. It, it's, it's off. It, you know, it's, it's usually off air, but, you know, he's there. Yeah, he's always got a lot of shit going on, too. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, if you want to, can, you can also try and give us a call. Uh, best way to put it is just netheads on air via Skype, 925-238-920-866-610-9455. All of those are phone numbers or ways to get in touch with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the simplest, though, netheads on air via Skype. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, since I sort of slaughtered that, that's netheads on air via Skype. There we go. Because all, kinda... all one word, no spaces, folks, you know. Right. But I but I kind of read it that way too. I read it uh, yeah. all one word, no spaces. At I which feel, point... Yeah, I feel like I feel like you have to read it that way to convey uh, you know, otherwise it would be like net heads on, on... and see that that space there implies a, a space bar, right? 
Yeah, but then then you're you're open to the ability to completely and totally slur it like I did when I said what is slur. Is it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. Hey, uh, has Will been hitting the sauce? No. I will tell you, though, I uh, did uh, take part in the uh, annual uh, risking of my life to uh, hang the lights. I, I actually abstained from it last year. Ooh. Yeah. And I assume the uh, the perennial wreath is still on the door? Oh, yeah. Yep. Hasn't come down yet. Nope. <laughs> How many nope, years? Still is there. Uh, now, for those of you, oh, why gosh, don't you educate? Is, hold, on, hold on. First, why don't you educate the people on what we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So uh, this is actually kind of cool. Um, so there, there's, you know, there's a, there's a little bit going into this uh, uh, as far as background goes. So my door is like a, uh, it's cool because it's, this is an old, I live in an older house and uh, it's, it's got, it's got a big round top. You know what I mean? Like, like it's a, it's a rounded top. So the door itself had to be shaped for the, the, the door uh, frame itself, which is well, it's you're, rounded. You're telling me the door itself, it, this, I feel so stupid. I I've been at this door, but yeah. you're telling me it's an arch top. So you had to have a yeah, custom yeah, yeah, door. Yeah. Like a lot of, a lot of people around here call them Hobbit doors. I don't know if, if all, you know, but they're not that short, but they have the same, you know, arch at the well, top cause, anyway. Cause the Hobbits has had the, the circular <laughs> windows or doors. Filthy Hobbits. Oh. And uh, it, has a, it has a big round window in it um, and uh, sitting perfectly in that window is a plastic uh, Christmas wreath that I've left up. Gosh, I don't know. At least five years at the very least. Now, the best part about this is please tell me um, it's a housewarming gift. It, oh, no, I wish. I know. I think I think I think I actually found it in the garage. When, from when I moved in like 12 years ago. But anyway, so in other words, it was a re- it was a remnant, a left behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I mean, it's been there a long time, longer than me. Uh, so the great thing about it is, though, uh, it creates like uh, a shadow. And you know how like when there's weird shadows, uh, it like like when you're trying to look outside but you can't see in type thing. This is great because I can look out at all times and no one can see me looking out. It has this weird shadow that I just kind of like disappear in it. And I can keep an eye on the neighborhood all the time. For example, uh, just uh, earlier this week, I had the the Mormon missionaries stop by and I was able to see it was them without them seeing me. And so I was able to open the door and, you know, have a good chat with the missionaries. Because you knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to tell you, I don't know what it is about it. Uh, I don't know what has changed in culture. If it has, maybe it's always been this way. I don't know, Trent. I don't, yeah. I don't know these things. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. which is part of the reason why I bring them up on the podcast, uh, because I yeah. just don't know them. And sometimes people like to, to offer some advice. Um, sure. uh, but I, I gotta tell you, I don't know. Uh, first of all, I live in a household where, uh, when we were kids, uh, it was always draw the shades or drapes at night. Okay. Grace, Grace, close the drapes. Good point. Good parallel. Same story there. Um, no, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I brought this up just the other day with my roommate. Yeah, same for me too. You always soon, soon as it like gets somewhat dark, close, close all the curtains in the house. Well, I just don't want the people outside watching me. Is my thing. I mean, when I was a little kid, I didn't want the spooks yeah. and goblins looking in at me or the sure, monsters. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't. I don't worry about them anymore. I just worried yeah. about the weirdos and the preverts. So, um, so there's that. But but the other flip side is I don't know what it is. I get extremely hostile or concerned when someone's at my door. You know what I mean? Well, I, yeah, no, totally. Because we're 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 in, uh, and I, I'm totally with you on this. A lot of times, my roommate and I just we don't answer the door. 
Exactly. Because it's like, I'm not expecting anyone. Exactly. And we live in an age where if someone wants to get a hold of me or is going to visit me, they will have advised me prior so yeah. they don't waste the trip. If, if someone is willing to knock on my door without prior advisement, then that means that uh, they're, they're pulling like a sneak attack. You know what I mean? Well, like they want to catch me. At off that guard. point, they're accepting a nonverbal agreement that you have the right not to answer the door and pretend like totally. you're not home. Yeah. That's Absolutely. what I think. Uh, but the, the the funniest thing, though, is now my my anger has transitioned. I've gone from getting, uh, pardon me, my, by, my being scared has transitioned into being anger because uh, now it's like, oh, there's somebody at my door and I got to wait for the phone to open and then the ring app opens and then I want to see who's on the ring, but then it's loading. And by that time, I could have walked back to the door and peeped through the pee hole, peephole five times. Yep. I don't know. My door doesn't have a pee hole. Please don't misunderstand me there. Oh, um, that's what that's for. Yeah, exactly. See, I'm learning, <laughs> learning people left and right here on NetHeads. It's what we do. Um, but yeah, I because uh, I know people have come to my door recently as uh, as uh, the past two days. It's actually been uh, the last two pe- uh, times it was the same person, but or it's one of my neighbors. Uh, I've got one neighbor. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's a bit of a bummer. Uh, you know, as uh, neighborhoods uh, revitalize. Basically, I don't know what it was about my neighborhood, but it was mixed with families and retirees, okay? This is growing up or currently? Currently, the the one I yeah, purchased okay. the home in. Yeah. And I've been living in a in a perfect world because on either side of me, I've had uh two uh re- I, I let's just say two homes of with right retirees, okay? Uh-huh. So it's quiet living, right? Nice and easy. Yeah. Uh, because you got to remember too, I don't know what it is about this neighborhood, but it, it was built for high, well, it's a bedroom community, I guess, but it was built for high volume families, like uh, sure. four and five bedroom homes, right? Yeah. And, and, la- and like multiple levels, right? So, yeah. so yeah. It, some are single story, which are deeply desired by people around here. But anyway, they, neither here really? nor there. The whole reason why I'm trying to come to this damn point is because the, the, the street will ebb and flow. Like we've had retirees and when we moved in, we kind of moved in on the heel with a lot of teenagers and everything going away to college. So there weren't a lot of cars on the street. Now the, the neighborhood's been going through uh, sales and purchases. And so what that means when you have uh, you know, a home that has five bedrooms, there's the potential for, you know, at least uh, five cars, if not more. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so with our neighborhood, I've been living the dream because I've just been between two retirees and sure, maybe people come over to visit, but not a lot of people live in here. Well, my neighbor to the, to, on one side is he's finally, he bought another place and he's selling this one. And so, you know, it's going to be like, I don't know what I'm in for, but he mm-hmm. showed up uh, boy. Wow. That was a really long way just to get, just say my neighbor was cleaning out his garage and asked me if I wanted these folding chairs, which I took. Oh, so that was one. Yeah. And then the other one was, uh, was my other neighbor letting me know that there were turkeys on my roof on Thanksgiving. Um, and I, and I didn't get a chance to take a picture of them because if I had, I would have advised everyone, look folks, I don't know if this is a sign, but I think they're mobilizing, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, or you just started a a new, um, uh, like, uh, farm fresh, uh, farm, farm to table, 
uh, enterprise on yeah, your there roof. There you go. There you are. We'll, we'll, we'll get you turkeys on your roof, no matter what. God is my witness. I swore turkeys could fly. <laughs> now, Trent, I, 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 before we get Which on- they can. By the way, if you're just joining us live, uh, once again, thanks. I'm Will. That's Trent. You're listening to that. Heads, those of you listening to the podcast, bet you're wondering why I reintroduce everything, because you know we did that just a few minutes ago. But I'm trying to do a thing in the radio business, it used to be called a tease. I'm trying to tease out the fact we got new stuff this episode yeah. we're going to get to, but- and- and in the and in the and in like the vlogging, the tease is where I stand up and I'm like, "Ooh, is he going to pull it out? Is he not? What's going? What's happening? We don't know. Let's let's find out. Let's keep on watching. Maybe we'll get to see it. Maybe we won't." I was not even aware that that was a potential. Good to know. Oh, um, yeah. Never mind then. I'll just no, know when I need to thing. turn off this I'm, monitor. I'll leave your no, camera sure angle on and just start looking at the iPad and just. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't want to. Mm. I thought this was, I thought this was chatterbait. My bad. No, sorry, not this time, my friend. Not this time. <laughs> oh, Bisquick seventy seven, who goes by Gil Gilkins on Twitter, says, "Good times with Will and Trent. Nice, thank you very much." Hashtag netheads. Um, so anyway, so my neighbor showed up with the turkeys. Uh, but it, my whole point is, when people come to the door, I get off put. I don't know why. It's just, it's a weird thing. Yeah. It really is. It's one of those quirky, quirky little bits of being a human, I guess. Uh, but the other thing, too, uh, that I wanted to talk about, because I was not aware of this trend. I mean, and it's fascinating. You know, you and I have been, we've been doing this for like at least seven years, right? I mean, yes. it's, let's, let's not, Correct. you know, and, and clearly you are, you are trying to enforce a bi-monthly podcast on me. That is that much I've, I've yeah. ascertained. <laughs> With your, with, yeah. your, with your availability and your willingness to commit, it's basically a bi-monthly yeah. pot. I accept that. I accept that. Yeah. Uh, not, not, my, not even my point. Don't know why I brought it up, but I'm glad I could strain the relationship live on the air. That's really good. Oh, no, no. It'll, it'll strain later when, when I do the tease. Good point. So, um, boy, will it ever. <laughs> Just as long as you don't strain something, because if you're doing the kind of stuff where you can pull something. That's true, to where it does strain. Yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah, strain, I mean, not pull. Because, you know, there's lots you could, never mind. We're really just, uh, this. we got to get off this road, Trent. Uh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Please don't remind me that that's coming. And if it really is coming, please warn me that it's coming. You know what yeah, I'm I'll saying? Yeah, I'll give you a tap on the head. Okay, good. Oh, this I should have known. Just, just. <laughs> Open the door and walk through. Yeah. Uh, yep. No, uh, Trent, we've been doing this now for uh, for at least seven years, and it's it's exciting when we get to learn new things about one another. You know, because there's not a lot new to learn. You know, like yeah. and, like I've been married for uh, okay, wait a minute. This is uh, this is 2017. Cool. I've been married for 23 uh, years. Um, hey, see, I, I got I got mass. <laughs> Yeah. You like that? Um, I'm impressed. I hope I'm right. Uh, yeah, three, uh, 23 years. It's going on 24 next year, but uh, neither here nor there. Um, so in the case, I bring that up because, you know, in that case, it's a matter of uh, remembering shit correctly, really, is what yeah. it boils down to. Because right. it's kind of like uh, the, recently there was something, uh, which it's a bad sign. I can't even remember what it is. Uh, but, you know, there was something and my wife is like, you know, when have I ever liked that? And at that point, I'm like, come to think of it. No, never. Uh, boy, I really screwed that one up, but this isn't the case. This is, uh, you know, there are just some things, uh, we learn about each other once in a while. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm, 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 I learned something new about you. And, and I think this year based on my, uh, not my experiences, cause it was a good day, but I'm kind of with you on this. Uh, but I never knew this. What are your true feelings about Thanksgiving as a holiday? Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Why is this? I'm dying. Oh, to know. The, it is, it is the worst will. And it's the me, worst. And, and, and is this ever come up on the pod or in conversation? I don't think so. 
No. Well, because I mean, in the past, like in the past, uh, yeah, oh man. I, in fact, because because associated with the podcast, I have some great uh, memories and 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 traditions and feelings uh, associated with Thanksgiving. Like if we throw back to the early days of the Xbox 360, when you could host viewing parties. Uh, I used to do an annual Thanksgiving with the NetHeads listeners. I would rent it on Xbox. I would join. A, I would start a party, and anyone could jump in, and we'd all uh, watch it and 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 chat at each other. Uh, and and that for me, that was great. No, uh, I don't. I just i I don't know of anyone that has ever had a stress free Thanksgiving. And that's what holidays should be about. Is 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 a is about not having more stress in our lives, but being able to kind of focus on what matters. And instead I just feel like it just adds more stress because you gotta go somewhere or you've got to cook something or you've got to go fight the lines for this, that or the other. Like I, I, I just feel like like a a good Thanksgiving would be one where where like everyone just like slept in. And you know, like ate leftovers in the house already <laughs> interesting okay that's an interesting take on it so basically it's the stress of the whole family interaction and everything happening on time and everyone getting totally. there on time so everyone can eat yeah. and yeah and and like and you've got weird family dynamics and so everyone's gotta uh make sure so-and-so's playing good with so-and-so and i don't just mean children you know what i mean in that sense and it's just uh it's just it's so taxing on everyone involved Okay. I, I can, I can, I can see that. I can understand that. I, I see where you are coming from. I completely understand. Uh, yeah. my whole thing, I actually kind of came at it from a different direction because really you're kind of explaining every single holiday. So I don't know. Exactly. Uh, I, I don't. Okay. So, so basically <laughs> then you're saying you don't like any holidays. That's what you're, you're telling me. Is that what is that is that the message you're conveying at this point? I mean, I don't know if it's any holiday, but I'm I'm single bachelor guy who has very low stress when it comes to social interactions. <laughs> I, I would like to say I'd like to congratulate you on giving the most Borat answer without sounding like Borat. <laughs> I am I am single guy. I am single guy with no wife. <laughs> Man, I don't know. By the way, the uh, the the thing that happened last show with with your audio is happening again. It's kind of like it's just. Uh, I don't know if you listened back to it. I'm sure you didn't, but it's like yeah, when well, you're talking at the same time, it goes, and it's just. Uh, it's. I'm just letting so you know it's happening. So uh, there. Yeah. But yeah, I was, it wasn't. It wasn't doing that before, like when we started. No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. It's almost like there's gremlins. There's there's mogwai. Maybe it's just the mogwai, uh, and maybe, that's why you're I'm still just... coming through. I, even, I, I did even try and Separately. kill my my audio to see if if uh, lightening up the load would help or kill my video. Killing my audio with you would probably be a blessing, but would make the podcast very difficult. I think. <laughs> right, but killing killing my video does nothing. Glad you could all listen to that. Welcome back to the program. Um, no, for me, I uh, I just came to a realization this year, and that is that in general, I just don't feel good after most of the foods you can you commonly eat ah. at thanksgiving you follow me i like i uh i feel i feel because like this year too it was it was turkey some gravy green bean casserole uh somehow i missed mashed potatoes but i got stuffing um some kind of potatoes? Some, huh how did you miss mashed potatoes i i have no idea I have no idea, but anyway, and I had that, and then I had like a, a like a sweet potato dish with the with the baked b 
pecans on top and you know mm-hmm. so i had that and and it's the same thing every time though and i hate to 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 describe it this way but there's another way it's just like i feel bloated and gross and then i mm-hmm. and then because we weren't hosting thanksgiving I, I I made sure to to kind of put the foot down and say, you know what, Will, don't do that thing where you get a turkey because they're cheap, and then say, yeah. well, we're going to have ours so you can have leftovers because that's not what it is. It's really just an excuse to overeat, right? Right. Yeah. This year well, we and- just cut out the middleman. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say this year we just cut out the middleman. Denise baked some pumpkin pies and we had those over a couple nights. Yes. Yeah. No. And this this year, I feel like I did really well on like curbing myself, um, my eating, not in like punishment wise, um, because I uh, I just I I did. Hold on a second. Wait a minute. You said curbing. Okay, I get it now. Because you... yes. Yeah. 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 All right. I'm with you. Um. But w- what what our family kind of does more so is. Uh, turkey we we have, but the central the central uh, entree is ham. Yeah, I'm I, I and I feel like that's the kind of thing that that happens around more around Christmas for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think uh, in in like the UK they have a Christmas goose. At least that's yes. what Ebenezer mm-hmm. Scrooge called for. Yeah, I remember that. Yes, that's what uh, Charles Dickens would have us believe. But but I think it's it's one of those things. So we uh, and it's not a spiral cut. So you've got a you know it's it's hand cut. So it's nice good. It's like a, like ham steaks essentially. Um, and we still have the turkey. But I I feel like and that's the leftover that always goes first too is the ham. So I think we've just kind of gradually over time shifted towards that being the central piece. I mean think like sh- sure tradition whatever. But like it's your holiday. I mean you could have prime rib if you wanted to. That's very true. Like, uh, like uh, I know one family, they don't even really celebrate Thanksgiving. They just go to Disneyland. Oh, that's awesome. And, wh- and what a good day to go. It probably, you know what, though? The problem is there's still a lot of other people that probably feel the exact same way. True. True. But you, you get your turkey leg, though. You do. You can get your turkey leg. I think there you can even get it wrapped in bacon. That's that's uh what right? Wouldn't that's like my my fourth favorite food around my my first uh, my <laughs> yes. first favorite food around my fourth favorite food. And it's and and oh, what's the what's the dole juice thing that that's that, that you get at the at the tiki bar that's supposed to be really frozen good? pineapple? Yes, I think that's it. It's like it's like a soft serve mixed with something. Something or other. I honestly, I have to admit, yeah. it's over at the uh, the in, in, Enchanted Tiki Bar, uh, the Tiki yeah. Room. But I've I've never had it. But yes, that's one of the only places you can get it is Disneyland, I think. Okay. But then again, they've also got the other cool thing. How did we get on this? Uh, but you know, of all the things I'd rather have than turkey, uh, definitely one of them is the the Mickey Mouse shaped vanilla ice creams that are dipped in chocolate. <gasps> I on the on the bar right, and they come uh, out on the stick. On a stick, it's like a stick. On a stick, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh huh, yeah. And those come out; they come out normal and beautiful. And and I think they also store them with dry ice, so they are just they are crisp and hard, frozen kind yeah. of good. You know what I mean? So you can so you can bite it off and then just let it kind of like soak in your mouth. Not even just it, not even soak. It also kind of there's there's the gas vapor because it's it's just evaporating on your tongue as well. You know? Yeah. And it's yeah. Cool. It's pretty cool. That is okay on a stick. But Trent, do you know what's not okay on a stick? Um, 
uh, foxes, pygmies, uh, lots of things. Heat-seeking missiles. Uh, this is a this is a heavy-handed segue uh, into a little thing uh, that we wanted to introduce this show. I uh, wanted to introduce this program, something new. We don't have a jingle, but it's kind of a uh, it, it's the it's one of those things that that comes up every once in a while. You see this stuff and you just get freaked out. Uh, basically, it's the scary technology. Of the week, that's what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And Trent, uh, why don't you uh, why don't you give your pick first? Because I think it's the more entertaining and less likely to turn people's stomachs. Well, I don't I don't know if it's entertaining. I just thought it was. I mean, it's not new tech, right? So, uh, as a as a child, one of the punishments we could have um, if we did something wrong, like uh, swearing, this was a favorite for swearing, uh, is we could uh, be given uh, castor oil, a spoonful of castor castor Castor, castrol oil. Castor oil. Castrol is castor the oil, oil yeah. company. I'm, I'm not Castrol, which is a motor oil brand. Right. Correct. <laughs> Just want to make sure we're on point here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there were three. There were basically three oral punishments for us. Castor oil. I'm sorry. There were three oral punishments for us. Uh, castor oil, uh, cod liver oil, uh, and uh, Tabasco on the tongue without uh, being able to swallow it. Like you just hold it out and stick it there. And so when I saw this uh, being marketed, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, it is called, and this is, uh, uh, we'll have a link on, you know, I'll, I'll tweet it out. Uh, the Majestic Pure Castor Oil for Eyelash Growth Serum. Growth, oh, so it's a snake oil, <laughs> but it's castor oil too. So, so, so like, and that's what's so funny is like in, in the, in the, uh, questions and answers, you know, people are asking like, well, if it's a serum, how can it be like pure castor oil? Like, isn't by calling it a serum denote that it's not a pure something? Um, and there's a ton of them that are that are really really funny. Uh, so basically, essentially, it's it's a little bottle of oil that you have like a, a mascara applicator. Sorry, I'm reading ahead and I'm seeing yeah. some of them. And, and and you're just and you're supposed to just like put it on your your eye line, like where like where the skin and the. And people ask a lot of questions about it. One of them I thought was great. It says, uh, and it's supposed to thicken uh, and and help the 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 eyelashes or eyebrows grow, right? And it says, does this uh, does this work for overplucked eyebrows? The the seller's response was, we suggest you use regularly for three months. So I googled how long it takes an eyebrow, like one hair, to grow. Six to eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that timing seems a little off. I'm just saying. So so of course it's gonna you know oh you'll see results in three months. <laughs> yeah, because it's an, it's it's several different new lashes altogether. Uh, the other uh, another great one was uh, I've been using the product now. This is just a testimonial. I've been using the product now faithfully, but I've noticed that I have a few bald patches. Is that common? Otherwise, my ash, my lashes are getting strong. <laughs> Or long, aside from the bald patches. <laughs> so you've got, so you've yeah, so you've got three eyelashes now, but they're long. They are like <laughs> freakishly <laughs> luscious. All get out. Uh, my favorite oh. one is the organic question. Oh yeah, they ask, is this really organic? There is no organic label stamp on the bottle. Answer: It says organic right on the bottle, but I wouldn't buy this stuff. It made all my eyelashes fall out, and the seller will not respond to my emails. <laughs> That's not exactly the ringing endorsement you're looking for. Oh my gosh, this stuff is hilarious. <laughs> well, some and some of the sometimes uh, every once in a while you, you get one of those items that falls into 
uh, the zeitgeist, if you will, you know, like the, uh, the, the three wolves, one moon t-shirt and then, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. You, suddenly it's just like, oh my gosh, you've got to read the reviews on this. And with this, right. It I, sounds like a good one. Uh, I didn't read the reviews on my scary tech of the week, but this is where the, the segue would have come together. And that is the, uh, it's the rolly egg log em- omelet maker. Okay. <laughs> now, th- now the picture of this is very interesting. It's terrifying, is what it is. Um, can you uh, can you tweet the link out so people can well, yeah, see? Yeah, yeah. They can look at the video as well. So the weird thing about this is it looks like a pencil sharpener, right? Like an electric pencil sharpener, a top loader with a really big hole. And then the troubling thing is this sucker, it's it's exactly what it says it is. It is a log omelet maker. So you, you mix your egg and your little ingredients and you pour it in this thing. And then if you really want to get industrious, you can stick a stick in there too. And then what happens is as it cooks, it just pushes this log of egg out. Now, first of all, I've got to say it's terrifying to watch the video because it basically looks like a uh, an egg bowel movement, really, when it comes down to it. You know? This is, this is like if, if Sheldon from uh, Garfield and Friends... Where to take a shit? It's just horrid, you know, folks. It, it's it. Here is here's here's the thing. Uh, if you really wanted your omelet to look like sausage and be the least edible looking possible, uh, you could get this thing. Uh, my favorite part, however, is just the thought of also making sure you put it on a stick because that way, because you know, there's nothing that says quality omelet like omelet on a stick. <laughs> Like, like, I, see, that's something I feel like would be acceptable at the county fair, right? Yeah, okay. It maybe if it were, but for county fair worthy, then it would also have to be like deep fried. I think battered in tempura or something. Yes, I agree. Gonna have to be beer battered and deep fried. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But this thing, this thing is just horrendous and and and, and terrifying. The way it just pushes. Out, I mean, it really it looks like. I'm sorry. It looks like somebody's ready to park a bicycle and they're just shooting egg product out. There's no other way to put it. I don't know what to say. Uh, but anyway, those are the scary bits of technology oh that are available gosh. for you this yeah. week. Yeah, we got a little bit of old and a little bit of new. You know what I mean? Some some old tech, some some old uh, product and some, some, some new product and both equally frightening. Well, the thing that I don't get is... Uh, why would anyone think is it okay to to put castor oil on your eyes? I mean, where is man? I don't know. I don't, seriously, how does shit like this happen? I mean, it's like case in point. Okay, one of the most useless bits of information I learned over the holiday was yeah. that uh, the we have Thanksgiving to thank for the invention of the TV dinner. Uh, Swanson had bought, I think. Uh, 23 or 26 tons, uh, too many of Turkey. Really? Yes. So they decided, well, let's cook it, slice it up and sell it with fixins. And then the TV, uh, dinner was born. And, and when you think of it, that is the classic TV dinner, right? It's, it's, uh, white slices of Turkey with some cranberry sauce and some stuffing, maybe some mashed potatoes. Exactly. See, so you, you learn yeah. a little something, uh, when you listen, Okay. but it's, it, but at the same time, then you got stuff like this. So does this product only exist because someone's like, I don't know how, but we've got 30 barrels of castor oil. <laughs> what do we do with it? 
Well, and, and, and so uh, one of the questions someone asked was like, what's the difference between this and they said another size? And for some reason, the seller brought up the fact that it's all shipped in from India. And I don't know what that like what relevance that had to do with anything. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes so, <laughs> sometimes one plus one equals blue, Trent. Sure. Yeah. No, the, the, that that makes total sense. I mean, it's the way a lot of, a lot of the times the administration answers things now. So, you know. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, by the way, oh. I'd like to, uh, I can't even remember who it was, uh, but somebody had uh, messaged out to us on Twitter, probably during the ramp up for the election saying, uh, you know, Hey, I come to netheads to escape the political talk, which I find yeah. funny that, that we actually talked politics enough to the point, uh, where it bothered somebody since, you know, we're, yeah. we're probably the least, uh, yeah. qualified to talk on that stuff really, uh, yeah. you know, aside from, I mean, we could get a, a kind of an inside perspective on Utah from you because you've got yeah. Chaffetz retiring or stepping yep. down and then to run for governor. Oh, that is what he's doing. Oh, I thought it was to be a CNN commentator. So, you know, we could, but you know, politics really aren't my bag. Got, got, yeah, got to gotta keep your options open. <laughs> you know, my whole thing, uh, now, I, I tweeted about it the other day, and honestly, it's the way I feel. I'm I wasn't, not really much into reading horror stories, but I feel as a responsible adult, I need to look at the news every day. Um, Absolutely. And so, uh, you know, that's really what it boils down to. I just, uh, I don't know what's going on in the world, and it confuses me when I look at the news. So uh, you don't have to worry about that. But I wanted to address, let let that listener know that they were heard because, uh, you know, for all I know, it was sent in March of last year. Uh, and, uh, on, on, uh, the Twitter roller dog NC, uh, he was quick to point out, they made you drink motor oil, Trent. Yeah. <laughs> no, your parents was... were hardcore, dude. That was yeah, just, sure. oh, they are hardcore. I'll, I don't give them that. I'll tell you what though, as far as Thanksgiving goes, they, they did do one new thing, uh, this year that actually I really appreciated. Uh, and it was after we got done eating, we all went bowling. Oh, well there, you know, I was thinking about that because, um, let me summarize this in two minutes yeah. instead of telling you an entire story. I feel like uh, it used to be that during the holidays, my family would have the holiday, then go see a movie. So it's kind of like, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear yeah. you did that. Cause you guys went out and did something as a family and you weren't just yeah. sitting around. Oh dude. And it made it, it seriously, it changed the dynamic of everything. Like it also helped with me not feeling so sick, I think, cause I was moving around. Um, it got to show off my, my, you know, somewhat okay bowling skills, uh, uh, my dad who has Parkinson's, uh, I, I didn't know he's been bowling kind of like a couple of times a month and that's actually helped him quite a bit. And so to like see him bowl and like be pretty badass at it, uh, in, in like his own way that like, uh, I don't know. It was, it was, it was a cool experience. I highly recommend it. Um, going bowling after, uh, after Christmas or Thanksgiving dinner, if you can find a bowling alley that's open. Yeah, I think it's one of those, uh, that's one of those activities that's kind of been lost in time, if you will, because I know totally. uh, one bowling alley that had been built in the area has already converted to a church. Um, the other old one that I remember is open, and there's one in, in my city as well um, that, that people do frequent. You know, they do the whole thing with the black light Friday night bowling sure, kind yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> a whole bit, man, whole bit. But but that's one of those activities that's kind of becoming uh, almost a lost activity. It's bowling and, and like kind of like miniature golf, you know? Because yeah, yeah, they, it totally they'd rather is. they'd rather build a retirement center on that land, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, and, and and essentially they're just it's the same customers, right? <laughs> 
they're, they're now just catching them at, at another phase in their life. Yeah, um, I'm tweeting out right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm tweeting out right now using the hashtag NetHeads, um, a video that Vox made, um, and I knew this because I've been in bowling leagues, and anyone that's maybe watched uh, professional bowling, you've, you've heard him talk about the oil patterns, but Vox has a brilliant, really, really good uh, uh, short mini doc on the oil patterns that are used at bowling alleys, and they are a uniform thing, uh, the, the patterns are, and they affect bowling so much more than you would think. Um, and plus, it's uh, I, I'm a fanboy for like all the, the, the Vox videos. They just do a really good job as far as um, taking something that may not seem interesting and making it interesting. But anyway, using the hashtag NetHeads, check it out if you want to learn about some uh, bowling patterns uh, in the oil that they use on the lanes. So you mean the specific way that they like lay out or brush the oil, that kind of thing? Yeah. So they it's it's a it's a it's a big machine, um, almost like a like a a zamboni kind of that you just walk behind, and it uh, lays out a pattern. Um, and it changes, so so the oil will be uh, heavier uh, closer to uh, where you throw the ball, and then it tapers off. Um, and then as as the night goes on, uh, oil gets tracked down the lane, so it changes the the uh, grip that the uh, wood has on the board or on the ball as you're throwing it. Anyway, it's it's super interesting. It's 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 worth the seven minutes to watch. That's for sure. And it's not castor oil they're using. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know because I which I'd... if you've never smelled castor oil. Castor oil reeks. It does not smell good. Oh, I can imagine. It makes people throw up, so it can't possibly <laughs> smell yes, exactly. good. I mean, that is that is what it does, isn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay, good. I just want to make sure I got it right. I don't know. Um, I, I've never smelled castor oil. I do know what witch hazel smells like, though. I mean, uh, you know, but that's all I got in that realm. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, it's those kind of things, learning those little bits of information that I really yeah. enjoy. I mean, it's kind of like ow, ow. the physics of things. I mean, that's why I kind of laugh when I see like around this area, we get a lot of people that, that seem to like to drop their cars down and they put on different tires of various sizes, whether they yeah. decide to go with bigger ones, little ones, everything else. And the thing that they don't, the, I, I understand you're making a customization, you're expressing yourself, that's wonderful. But I mean, there are people that have gone through the physics and the the ground, like the surface resistance ratio and everything else to give you the optimum performance of that vehicle uh, it, with the specifications that it came with. So by changing yeah. it, you're, you're drastically changing the equation. And, and so, yeah, yeah, totally. There's, there's, there's a saying in, um, uh, in, uh, motorcycling that, uh, an engineer has gone through and made the motorcycle to, to try and be in contact with, uh, the, the, the most grip at any time. Uh, and it's, it's the, the user that screws the motorcycle up from doing its job. Right. Right. Exactly. In, in operation. And in this case, it's not just in operation, it's in customization. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you're changing the way it worked. Uh, it's a way, but it, my whole point is the, the physics of things I find. It's kind of like, you know, how you, there are specific ways to build a roller coaster. So that way, even though it seems precarious, you're actually, you know, the risk is, is minimized to the maximum extent for, for how the car goes or how it yeah, turns. Yeah, there's there's a couple of companies uh, here in in Utah, northern Utah, that build 
roller coasters. Um, they even had a, a, a test <laughs> a theme park here for a, a short time. I'm not sure uh, how uh, insurance on that works. <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's. <laughs> Who do you get to come in too? That's the other. Yeah. That's the flip ne- side. Yeah. Needless to say, it's it's no longer functioning. <laughs> oh well, I'm glad to hear that because it's really starting to sound like one of those things. It's like, well, you know, if you go down to the student barber, you can get your hair cut for a dollar. You know, it's like, well, kids, yeah. we we can't afford Disneyland, but you know, for twenty bucks, we can go up to the <laughs> test coasters. Some of you might not make it back, but those of us that do are going to have a great time. going to be a hell of a time. <laughs> you have to sign all these waivers before you go in. It's weird. I think I, I think I sold my kidney accidentally once, but <laughs> again, had a great time. Um, <laughs> Trent, I think, uh, you know, as I mentioned, uh, it's interesting to, to learn things about one another, especially when we have it in a long time. And, and I figure, uh, you know, I go through a lot of scenarios uh, in my life. Uh, I don't know why, but I'm like, oh, can you imagine if that was my superpower? Uh, like, like case and, uh, okay, I'm not going to say it, but it, here's an example. Uh, the other day I was, I was getting ready. I was just, I took my shower and I was getting, I was putting on deodorant, right? And it was mm-hmm. a stick. So, you know, when you get near the very end, there is that certain oh. point where it just, it disintegrates. It falls mm-hmm. apart. It, it, it either falls back down into the, the the dispenser itself, or it'll just fall out and fall onto the ground. Exactly. It, goes, it just it's a horrible mess. But then I, but you know, for this particular stick, not to provide you too much insight into my life, but for this particular <laughs> stick of deodorant, I was I was getting down to the wire, and that had not happened. Like I was seeing mesh, and I'm like, can you imagine? That's your uh, of all the things. You know, you go through trauma, get struck by lightning, all these chemicals, and your superpower is you're able to get every bit of deodorant out of the stick. Oh. I mean, how lame would that be, right? So I thought it might be cool <laughs> if on a weekly basis we did a, we, we came up with questions. It'll give us insight into one another, kind of insight yeah. into the way our minds work at the same time. And it would be like a, a kind of a, an F. Mary kill uh, or a, sure. in this case, kind of a would you rather kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah. it's like the sur- superhero would you rather. I don't have a clever name for it yet, right? I don't, I don't have anything yeah. for it. So, so what we'll do is every week we will come up with two items, right? To ask the other person. Now, please, uh, audience, this is not the opportunity. Well, I can't stop you, but this is not the opportunity to, uh, to draw us as superheroes with these powers. Although I- I'm having a funny feeling Trent probably would not stop you from doing that. Um, <laughs> no, no, I not at all. Figured as much. Okay. So here's, I, I might encourage it. Okay. So here we go, Trent. Here are my questions for you. Okay. Would you rather have the power? To summon all the dirt particles in the air. <laughs> so you walk into a room and you can summon all the dirt particles in the air. Okay. What? Well, well, let me. Okay, you want a qualifier? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so does that mean they have to be floating in the air? So I'm, I'm thinking like dust particles that have fallen on on the bookshelf. They can no longer be summoned because they're 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 statically attached to something, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not even like you could leverage this into the world's most successful uh, house cleaning business. Yeah, because I hate dusting, man. It's the worst. Top of my ceiling fan is just disgusting. 
disgusting. I completely understand. Uh, the, I was uh, I knocked one box down accidentally that had some figures, and the, I was putting others. I'm like, where did all Ugh. this dust come from? Yep. Yep. Do I breathe this air? Okay, but uh, no, it, it has to be in the air. Or now, would you want to hear the other one or not? <laughs> no, of course I want to. You're hear like, the other already one. I'm solved. No, here's another one. This one is amazing. So you could either have the power to summon all the dirt particles in the air, or predict the answer the nearest magic eight ball will give. Okay. So if there's, <laughs> so you can summon all the dirt. And by the way, I, I even thought about this. Like, well, can I do anything with them once I've summoned them? Well, I guess you could throw them. Maybe you could throw the dust at somebody. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean this, this actually, cause I, I see. So as a, as a, um, a owner of a, of an animal that might have just as much, uh, um, skin surface area as a human, I'm thinking of like all the pet dander that's floating around, you know what I mean? And I could probably improve my respiratory system so much if, if once a day I was just able to like, to like bring it up and bring it in all, all like, um, Goku style and then just shoot it out the door. Um, but at the same time, man, uh, just imagine getting set up in, in, on a New York street, um, doing an eight, a magic eight ball game. Right. And, and, uh, telling people that you can guess whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, and then when they're like, oh yeah, whatever, I'm like, okay, go buy one and bring it back and then, and raise the stakes even higher. You could make, you could make some coin off of that. I really don't know what is more terrifying. Uh, the pure stupidity of these powers that I came up with or the <laughs> amount of logical thought you're putting into them. Totally, man. I, I would, I would jump all, oh. I mean, I, I like the idea of the of the the magic eight ball, but I think you would have a hard time convincing people. Um, like you'd have to have a magic eight ball there, and then you'd have to convince them that it wasn't rigged. Um, and so then they'd have to bring their own. And who has a magic eight ball normally around? Unless you're set up like right outside uh, uh, KB Toys, which I don't even know if it's a thing anymore. Toys R Us, I guess, is the one that's still around. Yeah, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the the summoning of dirt particles. It kind of seems smart because you could do it at yeah. any time and like not even pushing it outside. You could just do it above a garbage can too. You'd be like, or, or even better yet. Yeah. You ready? Here you go. Here's what you do. You put your hand on the, on a garbage bag, right? Uh -huh. But turn it in. So kind of like when you pick up crap from, from a dog, a dog yes. right? And you summon it that way and then you bag it up, throw it out. Look at Look at all the yep. good breathing I can yep. give you. Just, okay, good. So that's yeah. yours. All right. Now I, I am not. I have looked at yours, but I've already forgotten them. So I'm okay. Good. I, I hope good. I put the same quality of service into this that you did. <laughs> okay. I doubt it. So, so okay. The first one is kind of like a daredevil uh, type superpower, but it's only for um, anything that is shin height, right? So you would so you would be able to navigate in the dark perfectly up to your shin height. Right. Other than that, you're you, okay. It would, you would you would have normal vision, whatever. But you would you would no longer have to walk into. And the worst fucking one, I'm telling you, man, it pisses me off every damn time it happens, and it always hurts like hell. The dishwasher when someone leaves the dishwasher down, and you come oh, out you in the middle right of the, the night. Shin? Oh, son of a! And furthermore, this proves that there is no God, because a just and loving, omniscient being would understand that we need meat in the front of the thing where we hit stuff. 
Oh, you mean we need we need thicker? We either need thicker skin yeah. or more padding in that area where yeah. you just want to put skin on top of bone. Yeah, if, we cat, if we had like cat our calf muscles, uh, uh, where our shins are, we like it wouldn't hurt nearly as bad, and and this wouldn't be. I wouldn't have to come up with stupid superpowers like this, dude. I don't I don't mean to, to shit on your tearing down of the grand design and all, um, but. At the same time, if you use like okay, let's just a general consideration of skin to bone ratio, we'd all have Michelin Man hands too, because you know we could we could yeah you know you could become yeah that's true huge yeah. massive dude yeah. massive. Uh, I mean I, I mean I've already okay. got the mitts you know but, big but, old thick sausage fingers. But what you're saying is like for example. If I were to stumble drunkily into mm-hmm. an entire field of coffee tables, blindfolded, yes, I yep. you, I would have with the superpower I could run through this very bizarre field of coffee mm-hmm. tables because why would you yep. have them there? Well, I mean, assuming there's not like a, a rope across something, like you'll still get hit in the face. It's just right, for your shit. Right, right, right. No, no. I, I know this. Look, man. We're talking about a <laughs> field with coffee tables lined up like some weird maze. Yeah, which sounds which which sounds like a like it, it, a hell in and of itself. I think I've actually had this dream. Um, okay, so that's one. So so in other words, then the superpower is I'll never hit my shin again. Essentially, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I'm with okay, you so far. That or or you will have the power to discern whichever cue will be fastest. Oh shit! That's one. That one. I, I I don't even have to think about it anymore. I don't need to dissect really? it. I know exactly what you mean. Think about th- that's the ultimate life hack. So it's like, okay, God, oh gosh, I've got to go to DMV no matter what. Yep. And then just like you get a little tingle and you're like, okay, like it may even tell you to stay one person back because by being yeah, exactly. that one person back, you know yes, what I'm exactly. saying? Oh, yes. the grocery store. Think of the minutes you'll get back yep. in, on the average day. Well, and and. And and uh, McDonald's in in most new McDonald's anyway, and they've retrofitted some. They have the two lanes now to 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 stack cars up, you know, so the, so that there's less long of a line. I mean, same amount of people, but they're just there's there's now two lines. And for some reason, I'm always I am always picking the one of the of the the person who's like, um, uh, do you have this? Like it's McDonald's. Everyone knows the menu. You, you can't even read the menu. It's not that well designed. How is it that hard to order? And for some reason, I always get stuck behind the person. And cars on the other side are going by. The line empties completely. And I'm still sitting there behind this goddamn Oldsmobile. And it's always an Oldsmobile for some reason. I'm not saying anything about the, uh, the type of person that buys an old Oldsmobile octogenarians. But it's a problem. I would take that anytime. I'm telling you, the Q thing, that, that hands down... Because yeah. I'll take a hundred whack. And, now, my only question, though, before I fully commit to this superpower, a super, because I mean, what would you, I guess I would just call myself Q at that point, right? That would, that would be the superhero yeah. name. Yeah. And you'd have to, you'd have to spell it out though, right? Because like, otherwise you're going to have TNG all up in your business. I'm wrong. Quick check would be my name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Yep. But my question though is, it does it does it short out like for example if I go to Disneyland or can I just focus on any line at a time? Like in other words, if there are so many lines around me, would it just like, you know, it's like oh my gosh, it's like hearing all thousands of millions of voices screaming out at once. Yeah, no, it would it would it would like you couldn't you couldn't choose um okay, is is uh Tower of Terror or Star Tours, which one's going to be fastest, right? It would only be when there's a queue for one thing or, or one item, like so, like at the bank or at a grocery store or something like that. You know what? It's it's not as cool now that you put it that way, but I'll still take right. it. I'll still take that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think so too. Yeah, because yeah. It, it, it's it's the ultimate life hack. I mean, yeah. uh, oh hey, look, reboot stencils joining us live. By the way, I'm so stoked to hear Netheads live. Randy Chang, by uh, the way, out. they have a, uh, they basically do a surf, uh, surf and not so much turf, but, uh, they go for a kind of a quasi, uh, Asian and seafood, uh, Thanksgiving. So they go for a hybrid, which I can fully get behind. In, in Australia. No, no, no. I'm talking about, uh, that was, uh, R Chang 77 on Twitter. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, and, uh, for a lot of people, um, uh, like our Canadian friends, they have Thanksgiving in October, uh, and our, our, uh, our, 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 uh, United Kingdom listeners as well. Yeah. Pretty much everyone else in the world has that celebrates a Thanksgiving. They do it in October. We're the only ones that do it in November. And we didn't even do it until, uh, uh, Lincoln decided that it should be a, a, a holiday. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, now we live now the age we live in. I don't know what this kind of makes me. I'm not sure because I mean it's it's a true sediment, all right. However, okay. Fucking dude, I didn't do it. Okay, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. So now I've said that in advance. Okay, you're like Shaggy. It wasn't me. This is the uh, yeah, kind of wasn't me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't me. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, in this case, uh, see, now you, you talked and you talked and I forgot what I was going to say. So it doesn't matter. You didn't do anymore. it, man. I didn't do didn't it. Do That's it. right, Trent. I didn't do it. But this Thanksgiving, a lot of people I saw sharing some video somebody did where it was basically four Native Americans telling us what Thanksgiving is really about <laughs> and how the tradition used to be to, uh, to feast after basically killing a village and, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Hey, I look, I'm sorry. And, and like our, one of our presidents made this a holiday and I didn't mean to shit on your whole life, but I didn't do it. So yeah. sorry. It wasn't me. And we don't like Thanksgiving anyway here at NetHeads anymore. Yeah. Pisses me off, man. I'm done with it. I don't need so any more stress. reasons to eat. I need reasons to bowl. Give me more reasons to go bowling. Trent, you don't Trent. I hate to tell you, buddy. The reason to go bowling was inside you the whole time. It ended up rescuing me. It did in the end. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I mean, because I, I had a very a very low key Thanksgiving. It was very. Yeah. It was a. Yeah. The way it goes, it, it's like uh, my wife's side of the family, They there's an off year. So that way, you know, everyone understands, well, you're married, yes, so yep. you can go. So there's on years and off years. Yep, totally. And this was an off year, but you know, some of us still just kind of got together because it's like, what else are you going to do? And it was yeah. a, just a nice, quiet time. It was so re it was very relaxed. It was interesting though because it was the first time I think Blair, the youngest, is 
experience the dynamic of being the only youngling there. And she was, this was, so she had all oh. the attention and yeah. you know, as a parent, you're like, Oh, this is great. Cause they're getting all the attention and I have no responsibility right now. Everyone else is watching right. my child. Yeah, I, yeah. I can focus on all the food. I'm going to hate eating, which is where I but was at. Yeah. But, but at the same time, like it's, it's, it's good. Cause it's only like one youngling, right? Like it's, it's a whole other story when it's, when like parents see, like get togethers as like an excuse to stop parenting and be like, this is my break. I'm not, I'm not, I'm taking a break right now. You nah, man, I don't, I don't do that. Guys. We don't, we don't do no. that. It's your responsibility doesn't end. It doesn't. Right. It's like it, you're always, you should always be checking where your kid is and making sure they yes. are behaving. But yes, yeah, no, and, and, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't cotton to that at all, Trent. I don't even know why you're bringing <laughs> it up. Um, Just saying. Kinda, yeah, kinda me neither. I'm, I, I'm I gotta, t- I gotta tell you honestly, you're kind of pissing me off with it. To, uh, okay, are you, no, I, I accept that. Are you are you saying that are you, are you saying that I myself am am one of those people? Are you trying to no, apply that? No, I've not had Thanksgiving with you. That's true, you haven't. Why is that? You know, seven no. years, Trent. I've known you. Not once you invited me to Thanksgiving. No, it's the, the invites in the mail. No, that's where you go, hey, look, buddy, invitations work both ways. See, you can play it back on me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, it's easier for me to go to you than it is for you to come to me. How come you don't call? You know, phone works both ways, buddy. You can pick that up, too. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry, getting goofy. Um, but, yeah, my holiday was low-key. I also, uh, you know, took the week off. So it was really nice and relaxing. But uh, has anything been – what's been going on in your world, man? You know, uh, as I like to put it, uh, I do way too much talking. We don't give enough attention put on to Trent. And that's why every once in a while uh, we like to just check in on a little place we call uh, Trent's Corner. It's that time where we find out what is in Trent's Corner. Ew, what's that? <laughs> I don't want to do this, but I'm going to anyway. What is in Trent's corner? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, I talk too much. Trent doesn't talk enough. So Trent, what's going on in your world? And I think what's, what's I mean, it's been um, well, three fucking weeks. The last show was on the fifth, dude. <laughs> yeah, and, and part of that has to do with the fact that um, I'm starting a, a new job on Monday, and so the past few weeks has been insane for me wrapping up projects that I've been working on with the old job and getting ready to move to the new job. Um, and dude, I know there was a time in my life when I used to function on the regular of like two to three hours of sleep a night. I'm surprised I'm still alive because I try to do that shit now and it wrecks me to no end. I, I, um, hate, I don't mean to bring this up. Um, cause I'm not trying to, to revisit pain, but I, I really think you, cause if you think about it, what you ended up doing, uh, when, when you made the responsible decision to, to, uh, uh, what's the turn down death ray comics, uh, yeah. as, as a, as a retail brick and mortar location, when you decided to do that, you know, there was, there were a few things there. Um, there was that, uh, happening. At the same time, you were also uh, financially responsible, so you took uh, whatever work you could in order to keep getting an income and paying your uh, your debts. So it was great, very admirable. My whole point is, I think that experience probably broke you, Trent. 
because it might have, dude. I'm 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 still trying to catch up from sleep from then. Yeah, because it was the longest consecutive period. Because you know, because it was the same thing with the with the with the comic book shop. You know, it's like you you did what everybody does. It's like, well, I, I've got to work hard to make this work. Because if I don't, the investment is just gone. Exactly, and 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 the one expendable thing I have is time. Exactly, right? it's the one thing I can do. I can try and improve things. I can do, th- yeah. So it's time. So you know, it's you've been through a lot. I'm I'm kind of going through another weird thing too. I'm I'm in the same way, but I think it's because I, even though I get to work from home, I work on an East Coast schedule. So if you think about it, like right, right now, it's ten o'clock, but it's also seven o'clock where I live. So if I want to spend even yeah. like two more hours with my family, I'm staying up till midnight. And then yep. anyway, so you see the dilemma that I have, um, yeah. but not that it's really a dilemma, but I am finding now that I am, I, I have, I, I have weird sleep tolerance or intolerance at the moment because like over the holiday, I didn't want to, but I had some days where I slept like 12 hours mm-hmm. and I, yeah, don't, dude. I don't do that. I don't do it's, that at it's, all. It's these weird, like sleep debts that build up over time, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I spent like, like, like pulling all nighters. I just can't do it anymore, and I had to do it for a few projects, and I got them all all wrapped up and everything. But good night, Irene, man, knock me out. The cool thing is, though, with the new position um, uh, that I'm at, uh, everyone else is is uh, uses IMAX, so they said I I got to you know go and pick uh, what I want monetarily equivalent of a new IMAX. And holy smokes, Will, did I pick out something beautiful. I have a funny feeling it is absolutely not, positively not Apple related. Oh, man. So, uh, so I, I've, uh, I'm currently using a uh, MSI laptop, and I have loved it, man. I've never used one before. Um, and now, uh, after using this laptop, I've, I've kind of become a fanboy. And on Newegg, uh, I found a sweetheart deal for a MSI desktop um, and I am really stoked about it, man. I'm running, uh, the 1060, uh, GeForce card. Uh, it's, it's only 16 gigs of Ram, but I'm not, I'm not doing VR, uh, and it's, it's a workstation, so I don't need 32 gigs. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm really stoked with it though. I think it's going to be, uh, you know, it's, it, I mean, going to a new, a new work, a new job is always stressful, but getting to pick the, the toy that you get to work with, that was that was kind of sweet. That was pretty sweet. Definitely, that's the kind of thing you want. You know, you don't want to. They're just like here. You can go whenever and get the equivalent, which is great since Mac products are so overpriced anyway. Oh my gosh! Right? Yeah, exactly. For once, that worked to somebody's benefit. So, you, so basically, you've got a system now that'll just uh, it, it makes all the difference. You know, I work with the uh, with the guy that does Babel Vision every week, puts the vi- videos together, and yeah. by upgrading his hardware, he was able to literally knock his render time, his production time, oh, down man, by imagine. three quarters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I'm even at the point now. There's nothing wrong with the computer that I, I do like this through, but you know, mm-hmm. it's I, I've got ground loop isolators on both sides because it's I, I there's something about that particular machine. It's got a bad ground in it, so there's no clean ground on the audio. Right? Yeah, it's it's an internal thing. It's not like you can just pull it out. <laughs> so I, I I recently decided to go ahead and price out based on, because, you know, I don't know what you do, Trent, but most of the time what yeah. I do is like when I consider building a tower, 
uh, because that way you can avoid all the bloatware that comes with it. You only yep. you get right down to the nitty gritty and you know, how many machines do you still have leaving around with the DVD CD-ROM kind of things? So, you know, you can reuse these things as well if you don't need a Blu-ray player in your, right. in your computer, all that jazz. So, you know, there's, there's corners you can cut, uh, when you build it yourself. And like I said, the main thing is you're not having to worry about all that licensed bloatware that's also inside of it. Cause you know, they, and when you're installing the operating system yourself, it costs us money. So anyway, I was pricing it out and I, I like to go to Tom's hardware for that kind of stuff and see the recommendations oh, yeah, yeah, that people I, make. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I did that. And a site that's been around for a long time. Yeah. And I really, honest to God, I thought, okay, well, you know, let me price this out. Cause I'm sure I could do something for around $600. But you know, when it came down to, to nuts and bolts, I, I, what I ended up pricing out was like a $1,200 system, which is still really good. If you think about it, uh, for a, for a standalone system. Uh, but you know, then I have to put it all the way together. And then if it's got a grounding issue, it's really got a grounding issue. You know, there's no yeah. if, ands or buts about it at that point. So anyway, uh, a, uh, but, uh, so it, d- is this thing when you already have it, even though you haven't started the position yet, that's even better. Uh, I start the position on Monday and it arrived in, and the IT guy set it up, uh, on like, uh, Tuesday. So I'm, I'm, it's there waiting for me. I'm good to go tomorrow. All right, man. Well, you must be super excited. I know. I am. I'm pretty stoked. Well, that's good. And you know, um, I, I have, to, I have to admit, I, I had to laugh cause there was one day um, I think you, I don't remember what you were tweeting or, or what you posted a picture of, but it was from the office. And I jokingly said, Hey, it's really cool. You got oh. a sitting room from Ikea. <laughs> yeah. From my old office. Yeah. So what are the, so what are the new accommodations like? Cause that was very Ikea up. Oh dude. Like, like literally every piece of furniture there was from Ikea. No, the, the new place is, uh, is, uh, on USU's campus. And so it's, um, it's very academic looking. It looks just like any other, like a dean's office would look in a in a in a university, but in a in a brand new building though, which is pretty cool. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. <laughs> um, hey, by the way, Trent, I gotta say, uh, one of the things uh, that has happened in the transpiring month, God Almighty, there have been so many things. We did talk about Thor. You saw the Thor. Yes, we did. You really enjoyed the Thor. In- enjoyed, in- enjoyed, enjoyed it. Wasn't. The best story, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you didn't. It, you actually liked uh, Thor: The Dark World, though, or the first one. I I, I liked I've liked all the Thors, um, and and every Thor uh, movie I feel ha- has suffered from the same problem in that it's not enough Thor. It's 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 Thor in Midgard, and I want to see him in Asgard. Gotcha. I understand. Whereas the the third movie was anyway. Um, yeah, but that's not the point. Uh, since then. There have been a lot of things that have dropped. It's very interesting. You can tell that these services have been gearing up for people being home. They're ready for people to get their new devices and everything else. Uh, one of them dropped all at once, which is a, one of the few times I've seen this happen because uh, I really haven't looked at a lot of the Hulu originals, to be honest. But one of them is uh, is called Future Man. It is produced yeah, it, by they, 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 yeah by uh, by Seth. Uh, Rogan and uh, Adam McKay, I think, you know, the, the that duo. And, yep. uh, or no, what's his, uh, it's not, uh, Adam McKay is, is um, the other guys. Is Will, is, yeah, is uh, Will Ferrell's, yeah, the funny Who's Rogan's uh, writing partner? Come on, it's the same name of the kids from Superbad, because it was Seth and... McLovin. No, not McLovin. 
Anyway, they produced it, and it's it's just it's funny because it's got it's it's like a TV show that's paying homage to to so many uh, bits of science fiction. It's called Future Man, and so uh, I, one of the kids from The Hunger Games it stars in it. He's a janitor, and he ends up beating a video game, uh, and it it's got like a, st- a last Starfighter thing. So he's the savior of oh, nice. humanity. Um, Love that movie. Yeah, and it turns out it, there's a lot of uh, little twists in there, but it's not uh, Last Starfighter. It, but it's got time travel. It's got comedy. It's 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 uh, it's got rude and crude. If you're into that kind of thing, uh, it's definitely bingeable because they dropped all the episodes at once. Uh, nice. Always a fan of that. I watched it. Best of all, though, and, and this is my favorite part. Not only is it bingeable, each one is only a half hour. That's a really big selling point oh. for me. Because, yeah. you know, if I'm going to get com- dumped into something, uh, you know, make sure it's as brief as it needs to possibly be, you know, don't, yeah. don't drag it out an hour when you could have done it in 30 minutes. Well, and speaking of, speaking of Hulu originals and superhero stuffs, I haven't, I've been saving this one. So it's in my queue. Huh? Um, but, uh, one of my favorite comic book series, uh, the runaways has been turned into a Hulu original series. Um, and the co- they, there's been a lot of chatter on that one on like uh, Fat Man on Batman and the like because it looks like they're going for more of a horror story type approach where it's like, you know, they, they're, oh my God, our parents are villains. They're killing people in the basement. And, you know, it, yeah, it looks, yeah, it looks pretty interesting and exciting. Yeah, exactly, and it's and it's great because it, it 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 buys into the um the teen teen drama, which which what the comic book, um was was all based around, written by Brian K. Vaughn of of um, uh of last why the last man and of uh saga, uh fame, um a, a really great series uh comic book wise. So I that's something I'm excited to jump into as well. Yeah, I'm really, I'm really excited for that one because it's also another one of those things that I think would be bridgeable with my eldest daughter and myself. Because like right totally. now she's heavily into, uh, she's binging the Vampire Diaries. So you know, oh nice, yeah, yeah. So the Runaways kind of has that similar vibe, and she actually has watched every episode of Riverdale, and I haven't uh, watched I would a just, single I, one. I, that's what I was just going to ask because it's in my queue as well. I've read the the comic series um, that Mark Wade uh, started. Um, which was kind of like this new universe of Archie stuff that the Riverdale stuff is all based on, but you haven't apparently watched it yet. No, I haven't. Well, I've seen bits and pieces of it, and I like what they did. It's really interesting the way they took, basically they took characters that they've got licensed to, but they dropped them into a kind of like a whole new environment. That's really great. But anyway, uh, neither here nor there. But that's why The Runaways is exciting for me, because I'm hoping that's something my daughter will want to watch, so that way we can watch that together. Because it's a, Together, yeah. She, I can tell. she's been She spent the last couple days of break uh, downstairs, actually binge watching Vampire Diaries. I think she's trying to rope me in. I think that's what she. I think she's trying to bait me, Trent. That's what I think it is, dude. Uh, my one one of my uh, my musical Sherpas in life is actually uh, has has been a fan of the Vampire Diaries for a very long time, and and he's encouraged me to uh, to jump into it. So and and I and I trust I trust his curation of popular culture. And there is the, that's two endorsements because my daughter would tell you to watch it too. I know a friend of mine also highly 
uh, and it's still actually on the air, but highly recommended Supernatural from the CW as well. I said it's actually got really great, uh, you know, from a from a uh, nerd perspective, it's got great continuity. The the fandom for it is insane. We we were lucky uh, to bring in some talent, usually from Supernatural, every year to um, Salt Lake Comic Con, and the fandom is nuts. Like they are hardcore fans. I'm not surprised. Um, so another one of the shows that has also dropped Trent is The Punisher. Oh yes, which again, I, I've 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 been so focused on wrapping everything up there, I, I've yet to uh, to uh, to dive in because I mean I watch I watch so much TV while I'm working, but it's it's background noise, it's stuff that I'm not paying attention to, right? That's why that's how I went through uh, eight seasons of Perfect Strangers in two weeks, right? Um, but it's stuff like this, like The Punisher, that I want to sit down and and like just like pour over like just with a magnifying glass and just become a part of it. Yeah. And, uh, and I have to say that, uh, unlike, I, I think the, the basic vibe that, uh, we got from Kevin and from Mark Bernardin is that they're, <laughs> they're watching it, but you know, it's kind of, it was kind of a, a journey for them to get through it. The heavy material didn't bother me at all because if I'm watching a story about the Punisher, that means oh. I'm watching a story about somebody that is going through emotional torment and loss. So I was already willing to accept that going in, that I was going to probably be getting sure. some harshness. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it, there's a reason why he's called the Punisher. You know, it's, yeah, it's not cause he's making uh, English tea for everyone. Let me just put it that well, way. And, and the casting on that is such a good job. And I tell you what, man, um, n- knowing the background of the, the comic book character, you know, prior to watching the second season of Daredevil, I was just waiting for him to retell his to his origin story. And the way they did it was so heartfelt and gut-wrenching. Man, they 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 did an awesome job of making you care about an anti-hero, about someone who has no likable qualities. Um, that it it's only got me even more excited for this this uh, it, its own run. Oh yeah, they make it even it's even worse. I mean they they oh, God. they they pivoted it into they actually find a way to pivot it into something else. It's amazing, dude. I, I oh. really I really liked it. And it's everything I would have expected, including a tormented punisher. Like as the story as, you know, not to spoil anything, Trent, but in yeah. like the first ten minutes, you know, basically he 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 wraps up his storyline from Daredevil. You know, he even puts the bulletproof vest in a trash can and burns it. Oh. And now it's time to live his life. But it's exactly this is this is exactly the story I would want to see because it's like okay, right. well, you know, the last time we saw him, he's going off into the dark to wage his man, one man war against everyone uh, that was involved or or even connected with the groups that killed his family. I fully right. understand. But what happens after you complete that? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah, how, how, you you can't you just don't assimilate into working at Walgreens. No, you don't. Or in this case, construction, because you want to go low key sure. where there's high turnover. That makes sense. Yeah, getting paid in cash, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, not a lot of chatter among some people. You know, maybe more amongst yeah. others. But you know, hey. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so the Punisher, I- extremely enjoyable in my book. I uh, I really got it. But again, I was I was, I'm not saying I was in the headspace for it, but I I was definitely. I knew what I would be getting into going into it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure, so, for sure. There were no points that were mistaken. And boy, if you have been looking for something that delivers on that walking dead level of stabbing Ooh. and gore and who she, well, naturally yeah, yeah. the Punisher delivers folks. Uh, don't, Good. 
make no mistake about that one. Um, so those dropped. And then of course, uh, we got one more, I think teaser trailer from, um, uh, last Jedi that popped up where we had a little more additional footage. Yeah. Uh, but I gotta say I am officially now, I don't care about any, uh, I don't even know how the hell November is almost ending. I blinked and oh November God, went know. by, you know, it's just, and yeah. I think with everything you're doing, you probably, you're like, it was just Halloween. You're the same. I, way, no, right? seriously. Like, like it, this, this month has snuck up on me. It just poof. Like, 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 a, like late night sneaky uncle in the, in the dark who luckily didn't have any superhero powers, hit his shins on my toy box and woke me up. That's really disturbingly <laughs> detailed. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, you know, just, oof, little, little too much there on the deets, buddy. Uh, but I'm at the point now where it's look. November went by like that. I know there's still like three more days of November, but it's practically over. Then we're gonna be yeah. in December again. Oh my gosh, how is it already December? I just don't know. Um, yeah. So, so what that means is I'm gonna blink, and it's gonna be December thirteenth slash fourteenth, and the last Jedi will be upon us. Um, yep. But it's interesting the way the news cycle has happened. I am convinced that uh, Disney is convinced that they have got a winning movie here. And the reason why I say that is because they've already announced that Ryan Johnson is going to be writing. And I don't know about directing, but he's definitely going to be writing the next Star Wars trilogy. Yep. So that means there's a lot more writing on The Last Jedi than we knew before. Yeah. Um, I uh, I don't know, Trent... Like, where are you uh, in regards to the Last Jedi? Where are you mentally? Where are you standing? What? What? Yeah, where are I, you at? I'm. I'm. I'm excited for it. Um. I. I'm. I. I've. We've had a countdown. Uh. On a whiteboard in in my office for two hundred some odd days. Um. I. I really hope. I. I want things to get start getting wrapped up a little bit though. Um. As far as Luke's background. Um, I, I, I want to look forward to new and interesting stories. Not that I don't love, um, our classic characters. Um, but I, I want, I want new things. I, I, I want to see uh, more development of, of the characters we were introduced to and not spend so much time on characters we're already familiar with. If that makes sense. Um, sort of, I, I think. I think I'm with you. Like, really, I'm kind of over any uh, additional. You know, it's funny you mention that, Trent. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to go off on a little tangent yeah, yeah. here. I know it's going to come as a big shock and surprise. But I, I was thinking about this. It's really weird that The Force Awakens made some of the choices it did. For example, they did not have to reveal to any of us that Kylo Ren was, uh, Han, spoiler, Han Solo's kid. You yeah. know, until the point where either they came face to face or like the conversation between Han and Leia, they didn't have to do totally. it at any point before then. Uh, yep. and it would have been an interesting reveal, uh, but they didn't do that. And then the other interesting choice they made is that there is this mystery to the backstory of, of Ray, which right. I don't need any mystery in her backstory. I, I agree. I'm with you. And, and I don't, and I don't want her tied in. Uh, familiarly to anyone in the existing universe. I Yeah, I'm completely okay with that. I am completely okay with that, and I'm with you, because it doesn't make sense that he's she's connected with, uh, with either... Even though you, you kind of feel like there are either parts of the story that were lifted out 
or or just didn't get included in the cut from the force awakens because like kylo ren gets really upset at the word of at finding out that there was a girl somebody else involved as well right and and i don't know if the decision was that he gets so upset because there's somebody else that's helping the trader. So suddenly this has grown from one to two people, or if he's really upset because there's something about a girl in a prophecy or his past or, or I don't know what. Um, yeah. So it, it, it I, I don't know. I just, I don't need that mystery, but you know, if you think about it, uh, for this quote unquote trilogy, that's the way it kind of should be. There should be some, some answers, from they should resolve stuff and set up stuff for the back part of the movie and the next one, but there should be some answers before they kind of tip off because this is the halfway mark movie. So yep, literally halfway through this movie, they better start answering some questions or else. Yep, I agree. I agree. And and or else I won't only... Star Wars anymore. <laughs> the yeah, worst movie ever. I will see it four more times. Um, I uh, yeah, and and honestly, there's only there's only one. There's only one legacy character that I want. Like I love Han Solo, but I could I could pass on uh, because I think what what part of what made Han Solo so great was that it was uh, Harrison Ford in the prime of his acting career. You know what I mean? And so I could I could pass on his. I'll tell you what I don't want to pass on though is a Ewan McGregor Obi Wan uh, standalone movie. I want that more than anything in the world. I think that is not only fair because he did a fairly good job in the, uh, he was probably one of the very few good things in the prequels, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and also it gives him a fair chance to really do something with the role. Really? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I totally agree. You know, where, where before, um, see Red Letter Media's uh, guide to the prequels, um, there, he, there wasn't a whole lot of direction in, in the characters. Um, and it was kind of like one, <laughs> one take Johnny sometimes. Um, and, and yeah, I, and I think, and I think he, I mean, he's, he's been vocal about saying how much he loved the character, um, that man, that would, I would freak, I would, I would flip out for that. Um, Ash Williams on Twitter, uh, says we should, uh, uh, t- tell some of the Jedi tales, uh, stories and those are um, tales of the Jedi. Those were done through um, they're you know no longer canon, um, but they were done through Dark Horse. And it's very interesting. I noted noticed just yesterday, Marvel is hosting a lot of the uh, non canonical uh, Star Wars stuff that had been done by other publishers on their website now. Really? So I don't if, if, yeah I don't know how that's working. Uh, distribution wise or, or however it works but yeah you can get on and read a lot of the Dark Horse and there's a ton of Dark Horse uh, Star Wars comics um, if you have the Marvel Unlimited uh, app which is 10 oh, bucks wow. a month so that means because I know somewhere in my garage is a mm-hmm. gold foil lettering version of I, I think it may be like a, a limited series called Dark Empire maybe does that sound okay. familiar sure and I think that was from the Dark Horse comics run, maybe. Yeah, yeah, they had it. They had it for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, the 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 last series that they that they did right before they turned over the rights to Marvel was the original Star Wars script. 
um, was adapted into a comic book. This is before um, the script that Lucas uh, took and, and shopped around, and, and everyone was like, "Whoa, dude! This is why do you want it to be about politics? Like this is this is a, this is a hero story." Um, and then he got to make the prequels, where exactly, it was the- I, dude, I I'm dead serious. The prequels. Uh, are are more aligned with what he wanted to make originally than than the original trilogy. Yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely. Um, and by the way, Trent, another thing that happened since we've last talked, uh, the the league has justiced. Have you seen them justice? I I have not. Um, I I wanted to go this weekend. Uh, just didn't cards didn't didn't happen right. However. Not not seeing the greatest reviews from the fans. I um I have to say, unfor- well, first of all, uh, truth be told, Man of Steel, Batman v Superman. I never saw either one of them in the movie theater, neither mm-hmm. nor. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm not really sure. I mean, I didn't. I wasn't gonna be one of the people that was gonna beat down this movie's door. Uh, you know, right. Wonder right. Woman, I think, was an amazing offshoot, but I don't think it was enough yes. to convince me that they knew what they were doing. Uh, when they were trying totally. to and, bite off this big of an apple, absolutely. And and Wonder Woman, I feel like was um, it's it was it was made kind of backhandedly. Uh, uh, it like it was it was made, and they cared about it not enough to try and meddle and make it good, which is what actually made it really good, right? <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying because it's true. One of the biggest weirdest things about Wonder Woman was the lack of promotion for the movie. So it's kind of like what? Yep. Suddenly Warner Brothers doesn't feel it's necessary to throw the advertising dollars at it? No. They didn't want to increase the burn on the movie. So they never really you're saying they never really had a heavy I- involvement in it. So they weren't able to meddle with it, which is why the story was coherent and kind of traveled exactly. from point A to point B. Exactly. Uh, Warner Brothers is notorious for changing content after uh, screen testing, uh, like the entire movie of Suicide Squad, um, and so it's one of the it's one of those things. And, and we saw it with uh, uh, Batman v Superman. Like um, they they cared they didn't care about it enough to try and jump in and, and meddle with it. And that was the secret to making it good was that they they let creative be creative. That is the well. That's often where you know everything goes wrong. Whereas you've got yes. like just the, the big story that I saw uh, uh, on some of the entertainment uh, tidbits is that basically Pixar's Coco just trounced justice league in its second weekend. So it, it's, yeah, the reviews aren't good and the, the really the audience doesn't seem to be there for it. And I think, uh, honestly, I, I think it's a lot of people reacting the same way I did, which is, you know, fool me once shame on me. Yep. Totally. Batman V Superman me twice shame on me <laughs> yeah right. and now now finally shame on you uh i don't know i just uh i i don't know why i don't have a connection with the content in its current iteration uh but it's true unless i watch the director's cut of the batman v superman uh the story makes less sense to me and i have a lot less patience with it um yeah I don't know. It just uh, and and plus now I've I've kind of made the mistake of trouncing into the world you have, where I've heard the uh, basically the Kevin Smith and the Mark Bernard and haven't heard the Ralph Garman review yet. But right. uh, you know I've heard those and I'm like okay, well I've heard enough. I can still wait for it. 
yep. to come to my yeah. home. And 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 when I when I finally get a uh, Scott Moser review, I will no longer have to watch it at all. <laughs> there you go. I'll just feel completely free of myself. But it really is. It's interesting because this is the first time they've made one of these movies, and even though it wasn't good, it also hasn't done well. Man of Steel, not very good financially did well batman yeah, v superman it, same story yeah. yep at least domestically i'm sure internationally it's gone bonkers but when it comes to domestically you know i don't know i don't and that's really where it weighs weighs in uh, you know will we see another one realistically it depends on what the international box yeah it it it, it, it depends on how well the chinese cut does and how much they changed it for the chinese audience to make the chinese government happy which, yeah, happens all the time. And so once that happens, then we'll know. Then we'll really know once we know what the true box office is on it. Uh, but it has interesting implications, you know, because so far this year, basically what that means is we've seen Universal uh, attempt and give up on their dark universe. So they're not trying to set up a, a universe of... of creatures, you know, and that you know, originally right. we were getting the mummy and then whatever right, yeah, else the, we're getting. Yep. That's done. Gone. No more. Um, and, and now we've also seen something I never thought would happen. A Justice League movie was made, but also based on the pattern we've seen, I'm also surprised it's doing as poorly as it has. Yeah. So yeah. Um, it, it puts us in a really weird place where, you know, is Warner Brothers just going to take a break from these movies or are they going to... Just say, okay, well, that's the Warner Brothers way, but we're still going to give it a go with Because I think, are they in production on Aquaman? Um, I'm honest, honestly, I'm not sure, but I don't, I don't think their investors would allow them to. When, when investors look at numbers from, Di from Disney in, in the genre, it, it, it would be hard for, for an investor to say, well, why aren't, why aren't we doing that? Well, what I'm really hoping is that with this, it at least makes one change in the industry. And that's where, okay, we're not going to have to rely on tentpole as much. Let's start looking yes. at actually making movies again and, and you know, finding original ideas and making little films. Worry less about building a universe because yep. so far, clearly, we've only found one production company that's good at it in relation to, to, you know, a, a digestible film franchise. And, and, and it, it didn't happen in two movies. No, definitely not. If you think about, I mean, that's the thing too, that that's kind of nutty when you think about it is that, that Marvel really has been playing a very long game. Okay. And, and, and honestly, like we, I mean, look how far we got before Avengers was even a consideration. It's like, Iron Man was testing the waters and then yeah. they Hulk was con further testing the waters. And then they had what Iron Man two, then things started to grow from there and they realized, yeah. Oh, okay, maybe we, or maybe that was when, I don't know. I don't know what changed, but there was a certain point where it really did graduate. And, and some, I don't know if it was because Marvel was acquired by Disney in that time while they were trying to set that up. Right. But, but really Marvel and Disney have proven that they know how to do something. Uh, and they've done that with, with these Marvel movies. Uh, Star Wars is already a bought and, and purchased oh, yeah. universe. Yeah. Um, but it's true. I think it's, it really comes down to the point now where it has to be story over spectacle because totally. yep. if anything, you've got all of the big name 
superheroes with three of the most recognizable because spoilers in case you didn't hear the news about the mustache Superman's in this movie. Um, right. And, and heaven forbid they actually went with anything canonical in order to come up with a way to bring him back. Trent, they didn't even do right. that from what I hear. Uh, well, anyway. and, uh, yeah. To, well, and, and, and like, it's, it's sad too, because like there are properties that I think, uh, and, and you mentioned a great one with the universal monsters. I am such a fanboy for old, uh, universal monsters, um, that I, I feel like, um, they get sucked into trying to do these, these, uh, retellings and these, these, uh, these, uh, events that are based on, on spectacle, like you were saying, and, and, uh, not necessarily just CGI, but just effects and, and, and showing. Whereas like, can you imagine if, if they would have, if they brought in like a Guillermo del Toro and were like, you are going to be our architect behind the whole universal monsters uh side you're gonna lay it out <clears throat> totally totally exactly he he may not be making any of the movies but he's he's the one that's saying this is what it's gonna be about let's let's find someone to write it let's and and you you've got to have one central person a kevin feig if you will um that that can kind of pull all the strings to make sure everything's in in adherence to each other um and you, we just that'll never happen with warner brothers well the and and um that's the other thing too that's a bit of a bummer in all of this is just thinking that uh they could uh, hit the fast forward button because marvel's obviously already done it they already put out the avengers yeah. you know what i mean yep um, but they didn't have it. They didn't have enough there. They, they really tried to do a microwave condensed version of it with Batman V Superman so that they mm -hmm. could try and leapfrog As, especially the last t t third of the movie. And what they really should have done is they should have given us movies on all of these people. So that way we have a, exactly. we know who they are and we have a reason to care about them. Exactly. You know, yep. uh, I, t I totally agree. Because you know, contrary to to what my tiny universe view is, uh, you know, still not everybody knows who the Flash is. Okay, so right, you're not putting asses in seats with that. Even less people know who Cyborg are, unless oh, they're people right. that aren't old enough to get into the movie by themselves because they've been watching, you know, the Disney XD and all those others. Yeah, Teen Teen Titans Go has been their their introduction, and they're like, well, where's Beast Boy? Yeah, exactly. And I don't see him. Uh, who else is in? Well, then you got uh, you had Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman as well. Come on, the most yeah. joked about superhero in all of uh, of superhero dumb. You know what I mean? And 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 apparently uh, will will continue to be joked about after this film. Not surprised. Um, what what I <laughs> well what's uh, what I find funny about the whole Aquaman thing? I don't know if you know about the Kevin Smith connection on Aquaman, but uh, in in Entourage of all places. Uh, the, the main character who's named uh, Vincent something or other, Vincent Chase, yeah. he's Chase. in he's in the first Aquaman movie. He play this tall, dark haired guy plays Arthur Curry, I guess. Anyway, he does it in the first movie and then the second movie, the sequel, was gonna be directed by Kevin Smith. So oh. and Vincent gets out of the Aquaman business, neither here nor there. But I thought it was an interesting yeah, yeah. little twist. Whereas uh, based on what he saw, like Kevin, I think, said he Kevin Smith mentioned he would love to see the Aquaman movie. He like looks forward to it now because yeah. of what he saw there. So, you know, obviously there is some good, uh, but I'm just going to I'm going to I'm probably going to wait for home video. I, I yeah. hate to say it.
but I'm going to. Yeah. You know, I, I we'll see what happens. Uh, holidays are for me, or, or I like going to movies during holidays because it get it like as my if my Grinch wasn't showing at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> it's a nice escape for me. Yeah, I've been I've been it, I've been trying to fight it, Trent, but I lost um, <laughs> since. I think since the weekend after Halloween, the inside of the house has been decorated for Christmas because my eldest wanted to decorate it, so she did. Uh, That's cool, though. Yeah, you know, more power to her. But then, you know, this is the weekend after Thanksgiving, so that's the time. It's go time. Last year, I had, uh, I don't think I even had back problems as an excuse. Maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, But to make sure that we weren't aggravating the back, you know, all I had were those little laser lights that go, they move around. That's really yeah. like, and the, the we snowman, but today I actually put the lights up, right? I actually put them on the house. Uh, nice. so everything's lit outside. Uh, and, and I found some things I didn't know I had. It was great. I put them up. Uh, but what I marveled at the most, uh, because I finally broke down and got a new artificial tree this year. I've been using one that my neighbor gave me. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, but the problem is it's nine foot. It was fat. And I made the mistake of finding out how you make a, how you, uh, uh, light a Christmas tree uh, with you know rope lights in a way that yeah. looks the best, and it's this this horrible thing where you're you're working from the back of the branch, you hook it on something, you do a snake pattern, you wrap it around the front, and then you shoot back, you wrap it again, move on to the next branch. Right? It yeah. uses so much. Here's how many lights it takes, Trent. Okay, I grabbed a wheel from one of the lights that went on this Christmas tree. Okay, so it's like a spinning wheel, a dispenser. Yeah. And this was actually three strands of lights. I didn't even finish using that one f- or however many strands. I didn't even finish that using that one freaking reel on putting lights on the entire up front of the house, it was, yeah. downstairs and upstairs. Yeah. So I, I broke down and I got a new artificial tree this year. I bought it on credit. I shouldn't have a lot, whatever. But, 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 but you, 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 you downsized. No, the tree is still the same size, but it was pre-lit. <laughs> pre-lit, all the wires going up oh, the pole. I've seen those. Yeah, that's the way to do it, man. Then you don't have to worry about it. Everything umbrellas down. It's so beautiful. But then there was that awkward moment where I had the whole tree set up, and that's been my job. That's what I do. I do the tree. I do the lights. And I was usually able to step back and say, okay, you guys fluff it, and then I'll do it. Because I had to set up this nine-foot tree, and, you know... You, Okay, Art, allow me to explain, Trent. Yeah, I, no, no, I understand. I, I chuckle, I just, I I chuckle inside I every year when I say that I need a fluffer. Um, but it, when you have an artificial tree, the branches get compressed in the box, so you need to yeah. bring. You just need a little little help pulling it out. Ex- well, you know, you it, you need help making it look larger. Bigger. So you, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so you need. I mean, it's it's the the girth doesn't change. It just it just you're able to see it better. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of in like an optical inch in a way. Anyway, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with this, uh, it was all pre-lit, but there was that awkward moment because I wasn't able to do that. So I looked yeah. and I'm like, okay, they're not getting them. Oh, well. All right. My job just now went from being three and a half to four hours to being 20 minutes. <laughs> Maybe I should start unfolding some branches real quick, yeah, which yeah. I did. Uh, but but the outside is all set up. And best of all, you know, it's on a smart plug. So I could literally tell one of them uh, Alexa devices to turn off the oh, Christmas nice. lights and yeah. turn it on. It's on a timer. It comes on and off, yeah. Um, but I was up there thinking, uh, uh, to myself, uh, and, and in case you were thinking I was making this up with the, uh, with the superhero, stupid superpowers, I was thinking if Peter Parker never went into a, a life of, of, of crime fighting, he'd have made a killing every Christmas hanging up Christmas lights. 
if you totally, think about yeah. it. Because it's I'm up there, I'm like sitting on my ass. I'm precariously leaning forward a little bit to try and hook this thing on the gutter. I even got a hand back, so I'm counterbalanced trying. But he could just be hanging right there, boom, 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 yeah. just like that. No man. problem. Well, and 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 if he changed his um, if he changed his uh, web serum a little bit to make it stickier, he could he could uh, stick stuff up and then have it just fall off. Uh, you know calculate it to fall off the, you know the day after christmas well because of science yeah that's a good point yeah. i like that that's a really good idea yeah. trent now you're thinking maybe that's yeah. something peter parker would do just to make some side cash anyway he could still be maybe fighting he does crime. Do it. well i don't know peter peter's peter's book smarts but he's not he's not common sense smarts i think he would think of this though i thought yeah. of it and i'm not even spider-man you know what i'm saying yeah. that's yeah. my but, point well, Trent. It took, it took dr octopus to make him successful very good point, Trent. Very good point. And a good point to uh, to end on, I think, uh, since we, we have nothing else to talk about. There's nothing to look forward to in life anymore. I'm sorry. Everything's in repeats. Oh, did you hear that The Good Place got a renewal for season three oh, did already? It for season? Good. Good, good, good. That makes me happy. Yeah, it's very interesting. Of all NBC always makes me really nervous. I yeah, but and of all the shows I wouldn't have expected a uh, an early pickup on, this is definitely one of them. Uh, yeah. The only thing I wish is it's probably a 13 episode season this season and next. Actually, uh, speaking of which, like the Orville is already almost done with its initial run. It's only got two episodes left, so they only did 13 on that too. I'm guessing. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's kind of the it's the safe bet now for for uh, television. I think so because if you think about it, you're, you're able to do smaller production blocks. Uh, people get more time to do other creative things, and you're able to because really you're able to have people's attention on the front end and on the back end, and then you can even go into the to the summer as well, right? Yeah, yep. It's a good plan. I'm and I'm very proud of you, Trent. I just said back end, and you you didn't react at all. Very well. Good. I you know I'm I'm trying to class it up a little bit. Well, either that or you're trying not to pee your pants uh, because we've been at this for a little while now. So anyway, yeah, folks, man. thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you very much for listening to another episode of NetHeads. I always appreciate it. I know Trent does, too. If you want to follow him, he is, uh, what is it? It's uh, at a part of him on Twitter. I am at Brett. NetHeadWW. Uh, the show is at NetHeads on air. If you want to follow us, uh, follow along, do all that fun stuff. Uh, and until next time, folks, uh, thank you very much. And uh We'll be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. I really think we got to cut these breaks shorter. I mean, it's cool if you only want to go like twice a month. Fine. I'll get behind that. But we yeah. got to be a little more. I like, I, we sat down. I forgot how to even do any of this. I mean, I would, yeah. I would think after seven years it would be like muscle memory, but nope. no, no. Nope. Got to figure it out each time, man. And that's fine. Yeah, well, you know, I'm glad you think so. I'm not so I'm not I'm not so sold on it, man. I'm yeah, not so sold. Well, you know, tit for tat. What? N nothing. Okay. Fair enough. Oh, can you hear that? Can you hear the dogs going nuts right now? I can, yeah. Yeah, my daughter just got home. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, you know what that means, right? <laughs> Gotta go. Time, time to put a pin in it. <laughs> <laughs>